Blog Talk Radio. Ain't nothing but against the fuck. KBZ, what up? Oh, shit. <laughs> you done fucked up, man. You done put two of America's most wanted in the same motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. <laughs> Y'all niggas about to feel this. Break out the champagne glasses and the motherfucking condoms. Have one on us, alright? Picture perfect. I paint a perfect picture. Bomber hooches with precision. My intent is to get with you with that and double OP. Dog, my fucking homie. You the cold ass nigga on the mall. Show up. I keep my hand on my gun because they got me on the run. Now I'm back in the coat room waiting on the outcome. Free two pockets, all this on the niggas' line. But at the same time, it seems they trying to take mine. So I'm gonna get smart and get defensive and shit. And put together a million march for some gangster shit. So now they got a slate, two multi-millionaire motherfuckers catch a case. Mm. Bitches get ready for the slowdown, the shit's about to go down. Fuck me and Snoop about to clap. <laughs> I'm losing my religion, I'm bitches on these stool pigeons. You might be deep in this game, but you got the rules missing. Niggas be acting like you savage, they ought to get the cabbage. I got nothing but love for my niggas living life. I got a pit named P, she nigga Rena. I got a house out in the hills, right next to Chino. And I think I got a black Bemo, but my dream is to own a fly casino. Like Bugsy Seagull, can do it all illegal. And get You see, this is for the G's and the keys, motherfucker. Now follow as we ride. Motherfuck the west, two of the best from the west side. And I can make you famous. Niggas can die for me. I can make famous. I live in fear of a felony. From the VIP, heard the nightlife, lost life without me. Most of the feds in the state wanna see by me. The whole city got pissed, heard he got three. That other rapper got a hit, but shouted, he not me. Who set the city on fire soon as he got free? The king back now, Rawls don't even know how to act now. Hit the club, strippers getting naked before I sat down. See a ball, the money stacked tall in the shack now. See a push a button and let the roof on the lag down. I'm on the road doing shows from my Mac down. Mississippi to Philly, Albuquerque to Chat Town. I got the crowd yelling, bring them out, bring them out. I'm a hot girl selling, bring them out, bring them out. All the dope boys selling, bring them out, bring them out. Front the back day selling, bring them out, bring them out. With other brothers, rapper hooded in this. I got rich and I'm still in a hooligan clique. You be rapping by a blow, I don't move in the bricks. Talk about shooting out, now we're doing it bricks. If I hit you in the face, you gon' be suing me quick. If I catch another case, I know it truly be missed. So I'ma keep a cool head, stay out of the news headlines. And show these other rappers the bedtime. Still see that I'm ahead of my time. I got the throne down, hard talk, career with a shine. I got the time, they ain't nothing like it better with time. Who got a flow and a live show better than mine? I got a packed house yelling, bring them out, hey. Hey, man, where, where you at, man? I think we're in week nine. Uh, 
of the sports oh, chatter you know, show. You know, you know what's funny? You know, I've been beating ass so much, I lose the track of my week. But my Saints doing good. Fantasy football teams, man, kicking ass. You know, I'm about to have the matchup of the week, matchup of the year, actually, because uh, they got big wings, big things popping off this week. You know, that's how we do it, bro. How you have everything on your end? Man, I am good. You know, uh, big ups to El Chapo. You know, we started. Well, hold on. I got to get the intro. Look, this is dude Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. Kicking it on this Friday night on the Sports Chatter Show. But look, hey, I'm feeling Gucci, Manucci. I'm beating El Chapo in fantasy basketball. Shout out to him. He did our first um, fantasy basketball insight show. No, it was pretty cool. We got, you know, got a few listeners giving some feedback, but I'm beating him. Rah! <laughs> <laughs> well, I was on record to say both y'all ain't shit, but uh, it's like I did with fantasy baseball. I'm going to come up and take a part of fantasy basketball. Needless to say, I ain't winning this week. I did lose last week, but, you know, the sun shines on the dog's ass every once in a while. Shout out to uh, whoever beat me. Oh, my bad. That was you. But uh, we let that shit slide, Jeremy. So we good, <laughs> bro. We good going into going forward. Everything good. So another tip. I know, it's not, I know it's a football show, but basketball, top four make the playoffs. I'm not going to say that no more. So do your homework, get your things right, big things popping. I don't be one of them, so only three spots available. Ooh, woo. man. But, hey, look, look, I feel like, what, the, what show that is where they, uh, where they got the dude on the couch? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, Cop. you know. Cop. <laughs> everything. <laughs> I just like the dude just hanging out on the couch, man. Be like, God damn, how you get here today? I forgot what show, what movie that was, man. But I'm feeling kind of yeah, weird without the couch. Your discretion is advised. Oh Lord, oh Lord. <laughs> Bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Man, hey. hold up, bro. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me make sure. Yes, you got the intro music, but let me let you know who it is. Everybody, it's Mr. Thursday night, Mr. Sunday <laughs> night, Mr. Monday night, and it's about to be Mr. Getting My Ass Kicked. And watch this, world. Your boy, Lil Jimmy Not From The Block, was once at the bottom of the floor D League. But after this week, after the ass hooping that Mr. L. Chaffo called him Mr. No Flex. We'll talk about that later. And now the guy, oh. Mr. Soft, no badass, wet ass, soft ass, <laughs> Mr. Mike Lowry himself, who's about to get his ass whooped, is going to be out of the playoffs, mark my words. After the playoffs, after I beat his ass and we do the fantasy football <laughs> show next week while he's buying my damn wings, no water, no napkins, I lick my fingers, let's make it work. Mr. Mike Lowry himself, world. There you go. Oh, uh, what, what's going on with you, Uncle Leroy? I, I ain't got nothing. Oh, you ain't Jimmy. talking. I can't call him Jimmy. Oh, you don't you know, know. <laughs> you know. You know, you should have left little Jenny on the block because uh, I'm about to be that. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Jimmy might as well call me Smoke Jerk because that's what he's paying for me next week. You heard me? On his dime, you heard me? Smoke Jerk wings from Hooters on little Jenny. It's going to taste so fucking good next week. I can't wait. Also, oh, that's you know what's funny. You know what's funny. You know what's funny. You know what's funny. You gonna have wings. You gonna have wings, but they gonna be on yourself, and I hope you bite your fucking fingers while you eat them. The hate is real. <laughs> oh. bro, I'm gonna make sure I eat my wings slow that you buy them for me, bro. I'm gonna enjoy every every last second of that month. 
<laughs> man, that is funny, but hey, look, that's how we doing, you know. Hey, that's what we doing in the uh, sports talk with friends, fantasy football, basketball. Hey, you know, this week we just all involved. But before we get started, man, how didn't you win uh, last week's pickles? Tell, tell us how that. <laughs> man, let me tell you how good it is. We doing this uh this, this NFL pickums uh, challenge on Yahoo. I picked all the games like all twelve games last week. Last last week I picked them all correct. But that is translated over to the Pickens too. So, you know, Pickens pot, everybody's kind of upset. My boy, you know, commission's feeling the same way. Everybody's kind of mad that the one guy won it by himself two weeks ago. But I'm letting you know now, the only way you win is if you get in. The only way the pot's going to get up is if you continue to play. So, as I let, I had to put the challenge out there too. Whoever correctly choose out of myself and Mr. Mike Lowry who can win and by how many points uh, total. They can get a free entry to next week on me, period. I'm not going to do nothing else about it. I'm going to put one up because I want people to be able to engage and participate going forward. We can't get this part up unless you play. It's only 16 weeks in the season, 18 games overall, being at the playoffs and for Thanksgiving, too. But, uh, man, y'all got to get in to win it. And the only way the pot's going to continue to go back up to 1,000 is if y'all play. And, you know, y'all continue to not pick games right. But that's another story. But, yeah, man, <laughs> it feels pretty good to win it. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna continue to keep it going, and I and I see other people like Mr. Jonathan did it to the the week that the guy had won it. He had picked it correctly, also. He had put eight of eight into I'm sorry nine of nine in the beat the commish. If he put that into the pick'em, the pot is not a thousand for one person; it's split between two. So that is exactly why you need to be able to engage yourself into the pick'ems and make sure that you get a chance to win the money, man. Look, and like you so you you did some flaw right there. Put the put the put the put the put the put the put man. <laughs> Let me find out. I know how to flow. Right, you know what I'm saying, But hey, did y'all check out that for that battle of the Bay game last night? Like, yeah, you talking about old Bay seasoning? That's, <laughs> that's what you talking about. Man, some people, yes, some man. people. Nah, I'm not gonna name no names. Mr. Lowry didn't do his homework correctly. He picked up. Mr. Marquise Goodman will uh, have him lose and get his ass whooped this week by myself blow out of the week. But, uh, yeah, man, I think oh. it's pretty good for <laughs> Mullins to come in the game. And Mullins came and did the same. But shout out to the, the person who went into the waiver wise and beat myself by getting him but not playing the league. 42 points on the bench. 42 points. Hey, you know, that just shows I'm not afraid of the competition. You know, because as you've seen in the group, I had intentions to play it. But, you know, I give everyone. So, you know, but that was like, hey, but that was just really to just get feedback to see where everyone's IQ was on on fantasy football. I knew the dude was going to have a good game, you know. But the point is. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. I did. I did. What I'm saying is, is I play everyone on Monday night. So, shout out to uh, Marvin Mario. No, he's not checking. You know, listening to the podcast. But you can't trust a smelly Hawaiian to lead you to a victory. He's a Titan. Nothing out of Tennessee is going to do nothing for you, bro. Elvis not walking through that door, my brother. He's not going to send you a song and win the ladies' hearts, bro. I'm telling you, man. You play one scenario, he's going to be beneath the bench. You might get extra blood out of the He'll be number two I'm blowing Mike Lowry out. In Jared Jones' world, Marcus Mariota had a, like one of the best games of life. Walk it down. Ooh, that's, that's what you're banking on, but that's not true. Even, even that old smelly Hawaiian fan over there, Mr. Lowry don't believe that. Hey. Man, so that's where you're wrong at, sir. That's exactly where you're wrong at, man, because at the end of the day, this is a game Taylor made for Marcus Mariota. He's going to have a big game. 
Hey, okay. look, see, look. Okay, here we go. I'm letting you know right now. Marcus Mariota can stack at least six times in that game on Monday night. Mark my words. How much you want to bet on that? Hey. They don't have a front So Hold on, hold on. I did my part. I put them on my pickle sheet. I put my Dallas on there. And I'm going to beat your ass with a Tennessee Titan on my team like I told you I was going to do. And I'm going to still beat you. Oh. And I'm going to be having next Friday, seven days from now, I'm going to be enjoying the wing on the two promises that I made you. Well, three. The third, my third promise, I'm going to beat that ass. Uh, man. Hey, bro, it's good as a dream, bro, but you got to wake up eventually, bro. I'm sorry, my brother. I'm not Marvin the King. My dreams are coming true. I don't have a dream. <laughs> you have a good one right now. That's for sure. I was just about to say, like, is this John Gruden on the phone? Like, did we interviewing John Gruden? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't call me Chuck. Because he's very uh, delusional. You nobody, did, respect huh? delusional. nobody respects John Gruden. You saw last night? Three points? Three. Or six? Whatever they score. Right. No, it was three. If I was Sebastian Janikowski, I would be doing backflips right now on my bad knees. <laughs> you know what, bro? The only thing that really had me laughing was the nerve of John Gruden to come out and say that everybody is calling him on the play for him. And I don't see how anybody, how you feel that anybody would want to play wait, for Wait, wait, wait. Is well, that you get rid of your best player? I thought he said it was calling a field offers for people. I think he was calling to oh, he was calling. Uh, he, he said players was calling him because they wanted to come play for him. And I don't know what kind of dope he on, but he needs to buy that up put it on the streets. He'll be a billionaire. Because ain't no yeah. way. I don't see no top players won't come play for him, especially after you got rid of the two best players on your team for nothing. And the thing like, is, I don't his, like, how they calling him? Like, like, isn't that, like, I don't understand it. Like, you call, I would think they call maybe, like, the personnel or, you know, person over person. I don't know how they go. But for them to call him, yeah, that, that was just, yeah. That's <laughs> just doing too much. But contrary to belief, there is someone in the group who's a huge Raiders fan, and he thinks that you know uh, we posted one, you know, uh, posting a group about who was the MVP. It was uh, one of the choices were you know was Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Todd Gurley, and it was the other. And he said John Gruden. So he feels that they blew the game last night against the Niners to give them number one draft pick in next year's uh, draft. So how do y'all quick question? Quick question. Quick question. So what would a number one draft pick do to a depleted team? You wasted Jordan Nelson's career. You sent away two of your top prospects. I'm not believe that Amari Cooper was pretty good anyway, but Khalil Mack is the truth. But you sent over here. You, you let Sebastian Janikowski go. He could have ended his career in Oakland, as, as you know, as he wanted to do so. But then you messed around and cut Montavious Bryant initially because of his troubles that he went through. Yet you signed him back. You got Jared Cook. I would, honestly, and I don't. I hate to say this out loud. I would have put Jared Cook to Tennessee after the loss of Lanny Walker. He's a pretty good tight end. But now, and like I was telling Mr. Lowry earlier, I saw Derek Carr break containment last night, and he had nobody in front of him, and he slid for a three-yard gain where he could potentially got 15 to 20 yards up the field. But yet, this guy is just tanking to get a number one draft pick. One pick. This is not the NBA. One pick is not going to do nothing for you in the NFL. I'm sorry. Hmm. That's hey, that's a good perspective. So, Mike Lyle, how do you feel about this? Do you think that they're tank, you know, like that John Gruden, are you buying into this? Oh, he's building a championship team because the only thing that I like about John, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that for a later point. But what do you think about, you know, is he the MVP for taking the game last night and, you know, is he building a championship team? I mean, first of all, <clears throat> you can't say they're taking it because number one, the problem they're having is they just don't have the talent. 
In the NFL, you can scheme as much as you want to, but at the end of the day, you got to have the talent to win games, and they don't have the talent. So as far as him tanking, I'm not buying that. Number two, I'm going to ask any John Gruden fan ever, what has he ever done in his entire career to make you believe that he can build a championship team? Don't don't give me that he won a ship in Tampa Bay because that was Tony Dungy's team. Wasn't his team. Right. They gave him they gave him control the year after. He fucked that team up and it was never the same again. So you can't tell me John Gruden has done anything to prove that he can build a winner. So with that being said, a hundred million dollars ain't enough for me to put confidence in somebody that's that's proven that they cannot do it. So no, I'm not buying that he's the MVP. A hundred million for a coach. A coach. A hundred million for a coach. You not playing? You come from ESPN. That's not a system. That's a network. <laughs> come on, brother. You got a hundred million yeah. bucks, coach, but you can't play. You can't play your player. Real. For- <laughs> you can't hit million. You don't play Khalil Mack. That's the dumbest thing I heard in my life, man. Right for ten years yeah, though, like. He he's not an up and coming player. He's a defensive, a reigning defensive player of the year. Like this dude. His stuff speaks for himself. And you don't want to pay the man? <laughs> exactly. Hey, you talk about yeah. Man, let's talk about Khalil Mack. This dude has <laughs> done something. Like, he's, 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 he is your defense. All right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> now, right, right. Like, why? <laughs> right, so, you know, that that's, you know, I, I feel the same way about this whole, you know, that, um, Green was the MVP because he tanked the game last night and he's preparing f- to build a championship team because Mike Lowry, like you said, you hit the nail on the head. He's never built the team. He's always got in a driving car. He's never built the car before. So I don't believe that he can do that in 10 years. I don't believe that the team can believe he do, uh, can do that because 10 years is too long. You know, to say that it takes you 10 years to build anything but a dream, you know, you're a fool. So I don't believe, you know, I believe that we watched the Oakland Raiders, you know, deteriorate, you know, like after who that is. I just want you to win, baby, win. After he passed, you know, everything is going down with the uh, Oakland Raiders and <laughs> the black holes moving to Las Vegas, and it's just going to be Vegas, you know. So, I don't know. Hopefully that doesn't come. I'll, I'll piggyback on that. If, if Al Davis was alive, this wouldn't happen. Al Davis is not right. Jerry Jones. You know, I don't believe he'd have got John Gruden because, as y'all both stated, you know, he has picked up from somebody else. He didn't do the things himself. Now, I think if you'd have won something, i.e. Steve Kerr, after you got somebody else's team and did well with him, yeah, you could say you're a good coach. But he left Oakland after they, they lost and then he went to Tampa Bay and beat them. I think the only reason why people even remember him for what he has done is because he beat a team that he used to coach. If he was, that was just a regular team. Nobody wouldn't give a damn about him at that time. Right, right. Talking about a team, you know, we're going to switch gears and, uh, you know, touch on basketball. So, you know, one thing that definitely was uh, that caught my attention and was posted in the group is this whole Anthony Davis with him hiring Clutch Sports, who is, you know, a, a subsidiary of LeBron James. So, you know, it, it looked like he's posturing to maybe go to the L.A. Lakers. So, Mike Lyle, do you think that that's potentially in his future? I mean, with this new generation, man, you never know. If it was up to me, I would advise him to stay where he's at. He's in a good position to be the man, and they don't have a bad team. They're just one player away from being a real contender. So, I mean, but I wouldn't put nothing past none of these dudes nowadays because the competition level in these guys is gone. 
everybody want to be friends, nobody want to be the man. So it wouldn't shock me if he ended up in that league. Hmm. All right. So uh, before we take a quick break, how do you feel about this, uh, little Jimmy? Uh, I'll piggyback on exactly what he said, but I think the number two is two things. I think that, you know, once again, you know, everybody wants to be friends, and that's exactly what they want to do. But number two, the number, the number two reason, which might be the number one reason he's going to leave New Orleans, they'll be, I don't believe in it. And everybody always spoke about how from Chris Paul to, you know, any and everybody else that they may have had as a superstar here, he's going to leave because they're just the assholes. Like, I don't give a damn what you got. You have an all-star. When you have an all-star caliber player on your team, you open up the box. You put, hey, your wallet's open, the checkbook's open. Anything that you have, you open it up, and I would sign the Marcus Cousins. I'll let him write what he want to have. Because Anthony Davis, from how he came from Kentucky to be one of perennial all-stars in the NBA, you can't lose this man. And if that happens, I honestly believe I can see New Orleans losing his sports team in the next five to ten years after Anthony Davis' departure. Because you will have to do what Oakland's doing in uh, the NFL. You have to try to think. Hopefully, you can get one uh, the number one draft pick, and then from there, hopefully that draft pick can turn into what he is now and what Chris Paul once was. Hmm. You know, I'm gonna tell you one thing. Uh, I never Dirk said it best. It was like loyalty has left the league right now. You know, it's like all these younger players want to do. They just want to like these per se follow the bag. There's no, you know, there's no team loyalty. Like you know, Dirk has came in the uh, NBA and he's been with the Dallas Mavericks since he's uh, been here. He, he intends on retiring the Dallas Mavericks, but he said that you know he doesn't see that in the league anymore. So. With that being said, I definitely think the potential is there for him, for Anthony Davis, to go to the Lakers because everyone wants, you know, everyone wants the limelight and everyone wants to get a championship. And I think that he sees that as being an easy way of him getting a championship, being with LeBron James, and then being in the spotlight of L.A. Lakers. You know, so hopefully it doesn't go that way. But man. We got more great topics as we got about to take a quick break. Hey, Mike Larry, you want to take us to a quick break? Oh, yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back with Sports Talk's Friends. Tatter Show on Hit This Friday Night. Coming live from the VIP, heard the nightlife, lost life, what I need. Most of the feds in the state want to see my knee. The whole city got pissed, heard he got three. That other rapper got a hit, but shout it, he not yeah. me. Who set the city on fire soon as he got free? The king back now, Rawls don't even know how to act now. Hit the club, strippers getting naked before I sat down. See a ball, the money stacks all in the shack now. See a push a button and let the roof on the lag down. I'm on the road doing shows to my Mac down. Mississippi to Philly, Albuquerque to Chat Town. I got the crowd yelling, bring them out, bring them out.
Mike. This your boy Mike Lowry, hanging out on this Friday night with my boy Uncle Leroy and some little piece of trash I'm not going to name, a.k.a. Mr. I'm about to buy Mike Lowry some wings. And we just kicking <laughs> here this Friday night on Four Saturday. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. You don't know me no more. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. It's about four or five trades that just went down by the trade deadline. You know, we got Ha Ha Clinton Dick going from Green Bay to Washington. I believe that the, the purposely fumbled ball by Ty Montgomery is what led him out of Green Bay to Baltimore. We also got a couple of wide receivers going someplace. And the one thing I didn't realize was that Golden State was number one receiver over there and they let him go. So who you think will be the new number one? But he is also going to the Eagles. We got Demarius Thomas going to Denver, which a lot of people, along with Mr. Lowry himself, feel as if he still doesn't have anything in the tank. I'm not exactly sure about the fifth person. Oh, a uh, guy from next to Fowler, from Jacksonville to Seattle. I'm not Seattle, I'm sorry. Jacksonville to the Rams. So who do y'all feel as if got the best trade? And who do you, who do you feel, how do you feel about those going forward for each of those particular teams? Hey, bro, I'm I'm going to just keep it 1,000. The Rams making that trade is saying they try they, they in it to win it now. And to me, that put them in the best position to come out and, and win, this, win this Super Bowl this year. Because at the end of so the you day, did you look at this thing. Huh? You did say that they weakest part of their defense was their linebacking core, correct? Yeah. But see, this, this okay. is another way to take pressure off your secondary and your linebacker by getting the bookend pass pressure because – you got you got Aaron Donald commanding the double team every time off the ball, unblocked. You got Adamican Sue. Yeah, he's not what he used to be, but he still commands respect in the middle. And now you got somebody that can that can beat one on one on the edge. The team gonna be scared to play when it comes down to playoff time. Okay. So, I'm gonna have to. How you feel? I'm gonna have to, uh, you know, put my pawn in front of that one to stop that because. Oh, you know, mainly because we're talking about the L.A. Rams and they're playing my uh, Saints, and that's I'm a Saints fan. That's why I say that. <laughs> let's, 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 take, let's take the personal feelings out of it. Keep it neutral. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, throughout the season I've watched, you know what I'm saying, definitely fantasy football-wise and on Sunday when they played that, you know, that the run can beat them. You know, the run can beat them. I've had I've, I've, um, I've sat players going against the Rams mainly because I thought, like, man, the Rams got a pretty good defense. They only have a stout front four, you know, and, you know, like you said, Mike Lowry, you know, uh, whatever the dude name is, something, something, Sue, he's not what he used to be, you know, so, you know, boo boo, and he got a plan for Aaron Donald, you know, because he's, he demands a double team and he gets it. So, what, you know, what else next, you know, so the run has been beating them. So the linebacker, you know, that actually gives them someone that can actually, you know, play the run make tackles and potentially, you know, I don't even know who the guy is, but if they made a trade for him, hopefully he can play the pass. But I still think that they're not Super Bowl contenders. So let me make sure I understand this correctly. You you saying that makes me believe that you think, not just as a Saints fan, but realistically as a football fan, that y'all going to beat these people come Sunday? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, 
we could beat people in a multi-dimensional amount of ways, and the Rams uh, just got exposed by Green Bay. Mind you, I did have the Rams on my victim. Thank you for winning. But How Green Bay was supposed to win that game, and you know it. You know it. How did they get exposed? They, they, they have no linebacker. Okay, they got one linebacker, which is the next to follow that's coming over there. They have no linebacker. The Donica, too, and Aaron Donald are beasts. But name the other two defensive linemen. I'll wait. We have Akeem Tlaib, who can't stay on the field because every time he sneezes, he hurts. And I don't <laughs> okay. know what other quarterback is. They got like no oh, safety help. No, they weak, Marcus dude. Peters. Okay. Marcus, yeah, okay, yes, Marcus, I, I, there's a I reason why they kicked his ass. All, all okay. Okay, you did. Was, and so what, I'm, I'm going to say this. I said, I'm going to tell you this. It's going to be the back end because they have no linebackers and okay. no safety. I t- I've always and the Saints got the speed to beat all that shit. The Saints got the speed to beat. Ooh. As you saw, there's a reason Ooh. why Marcus Peters got his ass kicked out of Kansas City. It's not because he's he's a good player. Because as we saw, everybody was mad about Alex Smith leaving too. But you saw they have people that can do the things that should be done. So you you saying? Let, let me ask you this then. This this is the real question. Because at the end of the day, it's not gonna come down to whether or not they can stop the Saints. Because I'm pretty sure Aaron Donald is gonna gonna cause four points for by himself. The fact of the matter is, how are y'all gonna stop that offense? Okay, offense We talking stats? Are we talking stats right here? We talking stats? How are y'all gonna stop that offense? I'm gonna tell you how they gonna stop. Like tell us what the, the, the Hold on, tell us what part of the offense is gonna beat us. Because the oh, run not gonna. So we're stopping Pete over there. I'm they sorry? got the MVP over there. They, they got the MVP Jared over there. Goff. Jared Goff is like two or three years in. The only way you stop him right now until he gets the experience is by taking away the one, i.e. Atlanta in the playoffs. He doesn't have Ty Gurley. You cut the head off the snake. You take, take Ty Gurley away, he can't do nothing else. He needs that check How are you going to take Ty Gurley away? So you think we're uh, not going like to Atlanta did. You, 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 you double his ass. He's not going to do nothing else. What is he going to do? What? You, not, you, chip, you chip him. You knock him down, you put him on his ass before you can run out there. He can't. Hey, see, and that's, what, that's what we're going to have to no get tomorrow on uh, the Fantasy Football Insight Live show. But uh, what other trades? What other trades? So, I mean, what other trades happened that uh, happened I, this week? Well, I, I, personally, I personally feel, and I know me and Mr. Lowry had the discussion, I believe that the best trade is the Marriott Thompson. And Kiki Kuti, as you know, that, that's your favorite player by by the way of his name. <laughs> Kiki, do you love me? He is hurt, and Will Fuller's out for the season. I know that hurts you. Will Fuller was your boy, but what? they have to have somebody else to take the pressure off of DeAndre Hopkins. So you take the Barry Thomas to put on opposite of DeAndre Bruh. Hopkins. He's taller. He's not as fast, but he's a possession receiver. He, he's going to be able to man. take the pressure off him. He's not done, dude. This is not Thanksgiving, and he ain't no turkey. It's not done, dude. Chill out. Watch your mouth. This dude brings nothing to the table at this point in his career. Uh, You know what's funny? You you worry about about the shit that he going to do to y'all in Tennessee. Y'all are looking up to Texas right now. You worry about that. All he did was make it easy on us. (laughs) Y'all can't win a game, dog. Your quarterback can't feel the face. Y'all can't win a game, dog. The Maritime is not a factor, bro. He's done. No, he is not. He's gonna to have to be the number one, dude. He's gonna take the number one. There you go with that bullshit. There you go with that bullshit. So to me, I think right, that uh, Mister Thomas and Houston they got the you know they got the best deal out of all of them, only because of 
the role that he's going to play. Because it's clearly that anyone opposite of DeAndre Hopkins is eating on Houston's offense. Period, point blank. Will Fuller and Kiki Kuti, and both of them are going. Who's the next man to step up? The but, but, but you got to understand something. Kiki Kuti and Will Fuller bring something to the table that Demarius Thomas never had. Uh, not no experience, not no height, uh, baby speed. Uh, Demarius Thomas can't run. Never could. He and he damn sure can't separate enough. Do you have cataracts? Do you not have <laughs> uh, the same no, thing that Demarius Thomas does? Man, but the thing is, he's anyone on the other side of Hopkins is eating. It doesn't matter. I can get out there and run routes. I'm gonna eat like a fat rat. So, Mark it down. I have a question. I have a question. I want y'all one word answer. Golden Tate trade to the receivers make him what number receiver? I just want a number. What number receiver is he gonna be in the Eagles' offense? Mike Lowry. Two. Easy. Three. What you got, Three. 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 Wait, you a receiver or option? No, receiver, not option. Option, I, I think he's like four in options. That's option. what I'm saying. No, he's like be- four on the options. But I don't well, he, he's going to be he's going to be behind uh, Aguilar. Nah. I can see that. I can see that. Because I honestly think he's diminished this year. Marvin Jones has had, I don't have the stats in front of me, but it seems as if Marvin Jones actually had more yards and or touchdowns than he did in Detroit. And for them to give up their number one receiver, that's fair something. That's fair something. They give up the number one receiver. But nothing. That that was a business move. Golden Tate, they couldn't come to a deal, and he's a free agent next year. So they figured let's get something versus nothing if he leaves. So I understand that. I give you right. Expendable. It's a seven-round pick. That's some Halloween candy. Not even a good candy. Not a cheap-ass candy. Nah, but, nah, but, it was, but, it was but, a four-round four pick. They got, him, they got rid of him for a four-round pick. Oh, okay. Nah, four-round pick. Nah, it was a third-round pick. Yeah, they didn't give him all of them. A fourth and a seven-round pick. But, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. We can't do nothing. We can't go any farther in the show without giving a shout-out to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Wait, I'm glad you brought them up. I got, I'm glad you brought them up. My last question for that is, yes or no, Amari Cooper makes a deep, deep impact for the receiving core in Dallas, yes or no? Well, wait, wait, repeat, what, what did you say? Amari Cooper, re-entrated from Oakland to Dallas, does he make a big and deep impact on the receiving core, yes or no? I mean, he's going to make an a, a impact, just not this week. Oh, that's that's a hating you. Can we talk about without the hate, please? No, it, it ain't no hate. He, he he has a bad matchup coming up this week. He's that man about to have he about to eat Thanksgiving dinner on y'all ass. He about to go for two hundred yards with a touchdown. I think y'all giving Amari Cooper too much. Uh, I mean, you know, the same thing like we said with Golden Tate. There was a reason why he couldn't get open. He wasn't getting the ball. They got another uh, wide receiver, one Jordy Nelson, like. That's one who I think whose his impact is going to be that they're going to hate on him, and that's going to inspire Cole Beasley and these other uh, receivers to step their game up. But do I think he personally going to do something? I think he might be, you know, mediocre. But at the end of the day, he's new to the offense. He's a deep. He's a. I've never, you know, what I'm saying he's a deep guy, and he doesn't fit Dak uh, Dak Prescott's arm. I mean, so, but but he also gives Dak something he, he's never had in the that, Wait, hold up. Dak had, uh, he did have. Dez uh, Bryant. Dez Bryant. 
who's uh, a better Cooper. receiver. Amari Cooper is not Amari the only Cooper. big man. Amari Cooper right. drops a lot of passes, though. That is, that is yeah, fast. That's true. That's true. Well, I have a question, though. In my next question, name a receiver on Dallas' team anyway. I'll wait. Exactly. That rookie. That's going to be something. <laughs> That's something you're going to say. That's what you name him, that rookie. Right. I know they had Chris Bourbon at tight end. They had the Swami or whatever that dude's name is. They had him at tight end, but he hurt. He's the only one that's been eaten. Because I know Tavon Nelson was supposed to be their next savior. But, you know, he's been trash ever since they got him. Tavon Nelson. Yeah, they got oh, Tavon. Yeah, right. Let me say this. The thing is, what's crazy is, you know, they messed up their, you know, what's, you know what I'm saying to me is crazy. Because they messed up their recipe for success. Going into the bye, they they scored a lot of points. They look, they didn't even look like the, uh, you know, they didn't even look like the Cowboys of this year. So now they go out and add this new cat, and I think they're going to start losing because now they're going to try and factor in his game instead of going into the game that they had going into the bye. They they played very impressive football. You know, it's crazy. I noticed, too, and they said that Dallas's record is under 500 when Dak Prescott throws over 20 passes. That is a very interesting stat. So you go get a receiver in comparison to getting a blocking tight end to help you with the run, or somebody right. that can be able to go across the middle because he doesn't go across the middle. And obviously don't have nobody else that does either. If he goes over 20 passes, they lose. You take away the damn run that makes him throw, that's a wrap. Right. Exactly. That's just interesting, though. It's interesting the moves that they're making, but I think only because of the NFC East, and I hate when they believe that Super Bowl teams are supposed to be number one going into next year. Philadelphia lucked up and won that Super Bowl. They got hot with a quarterback that, you know, nobody had tape on at the time. But I don't think the NFC East is that strong, being that Washington is number one right now. And sorry to say, manhandled him, unlike uh, the uh, unlike man, man, man. the same man, man. Cut it out, man. Y'all there you go. Me. You can say all you want. It's like they paid off man. the Rams to beat y'all at the Super Bowl. I'll wait. Man, there you go. Y'all pay them people off, bro. And you know it's a fact. You won't admit it because you're a fan. Uh, <laughs> That hate don't look that hate know that bad. You got on right now, don't look good on you, bro. But I got a uh, I have a question though, Commissioner. I heard you got a party or something. What's up with that? Hey, yes sir, yes sir. I appreciate that. But yeah, you know we got a um, you know this is how we do it in uh, sports talk with friend. You know we're gonna do it big. So we bought out the club. Uh, it's white diamonds out here in Dallas. So uh, it's gonna be our night. Ugly sweater party. To, um, we have an ugly sweater contest. Win two hundred dollars for the uh, voted best ugly sweater. We also gonna have a saxophone and up in that thing doing a little Christmas carol. It's gonna be a nice VIP experience, you know. Uh, that's how we do. If y'all in the uh, area, come out December twenty second. You wear uh, a sweater with Mike Lowry face on it. You're bound to win. That's one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, check this out. Check this out. I'm gonna get one where you eating the wings that he paid for. Oh, hey. I promise you're gonna win a two hundred dollars. I promise you're gonna win a two hundred dollars. <laughs> hey, bro. I'm, I'm gonna eat your wings like the ugly. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm gonna enjoy your wings. Bro. So you gonna lick them motherfuckers up? You gonna lick all the soft ones? You like your ugly? You gonna make them dry? You gonna make them dry? You gonna lick all the soft ones? You right? Man, that's how we always do it every Friday on the sports chatter show, man. But look, we about to get ready to get uh get up out of here. You know, any any quick shout outs you want you want to give? Oh man, I'm gonna shout out Derrick Rose, man, with the with the throwback performance, bro. I ain't know you still had that in you. But big up to Derrick Rose, bro. Yeah, Derrick Rose, man. Shout out to 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 Derrick Rose, man
for real. That, that he had a monster game and uh, a very uh, sentimental and emotional uh, <laughs> interview. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but hey, little Jimmy, you know anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Yeah, man, I want to say, man, look, please keep it competitive. I understand people feel as if they cannot make the playoffs, but this is better than the last few years combined in terms of standing. You can still make the playoffs. You can still be able to trade right now, and there's a lot of people going down in the waiver wire. Keep doing your homework. Find a way to make the playoffs because all it means is you don't need to be the best man in the playoffs. You need to be the best man that week. You never know where it happens. Keep your head going forward. You probably, as long as you make it, you got a chance to be in it to win the money. You'll be good. But uh, shout out to Mr. Lowry. Good luck to you because you will need it. Uh, everybody, yeah. doing the morning. I'm gonna break it down for you to show you just how much you gonna lose. But uh, man, look, put some predictions in there. You got a chance to win you uh, an entry to the pickles next week. But uh, thank you again, Commissioner, for the things you do. And look, man, until tomorrow, man, you know how it is. Hey, appreciate that, man. That's very motivational. You got me over here, like uh, you know, I'm ready to go. Uh, do the Million Man March. <laughs> well, look, this is dude, Uncle Lou Lloyd. I have a dream. Little 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 I'm on the road doing shows to my Mac down. Mississippi to Philly, Albuquerque to Chat Town. I got the crowd yelling. Bring them out, bring them out. I'm a hot girl selling. Bring them out, bring them out. All the dope boys selling. Bring them out, bring them out. Front the back day yelling. Bring them out, bring them out.